0: Are you in there? Consider this question carefully for a second. Are you there? If you can, look at yourself in the mirror and ask, Am I in here? You can wave to yourself if you want to. Are you in there? If you're sitting in your room alone, ask yourself, am I in here? Whatever you're doing, keep asking yourself if you're there. Eventually, you will come to the same conclusion as everyone else. Yes, I am in here. What is it that's there? What is it that registers what's happening? What is it in me that knows I am here? What is it in me that knows I exist? Have you ever asked yourself this? I have. I remember when I was a child, I used to ask myself weird questions like these. If I am only a character in the game is one of the questions I remember. Who is the one playing it? If I am only a character in the game, who is the one playing it? A question that was probably influenced by how much I liked playing on my Nintendo 64 at that time. (laughs) And sometimes the question would prompt some kind of internal response. Suddenly, I felt incredibly alive. It seemed as if the answer to my question was coming to me, not verbally, but through another kind of feeling. Makes me think of Eckhart Tolle, who writes about the feeling realization, saying that The most important of realizations are not verbal. They come to you in a different way, through a feeling realization. The best words I can use to describe it are aliveness, inner peace, fulfillment, joy. The aim of this podcast is very simple to help you remember something that is so obvious that we have long forgotten and never pay any attention to at all. That something is you who's in there. The one who seems to be there inside. Why would we do something that strange? For the simple reason that happiness, peace, fulfillment whatever you want to call it, cannot come into your life by any means other than by remembering who or what you are. And the only way to remember this is by paying constant attention to it, inside. Think about this. How often do you pay attention inside? If you're like most people, the answer is, never at all. We all have been hypnotized into believing that happiness and fulfillment are out there, in things, in experiences. When I get this or that, only then will I be happy. When I get the perfect partner, the perfect job, the perfect house, When I am rich and famous. Successful. When I achieve my desired weight. Or when my name appears on the Forbes list of the 100 most wealthy people under 30. Only then will I be happy. Do you recognize any of these thoughts in yourself? Let me be straight with you here, all of those are erroneous thoughts, incorrect thoughts we could say. They are based on the wrong assumption, that happiness lies out there and that I need to get it. Then I live my life constantly going somewhere, constantly running for something. Constantly thinking about the future. Constantly trying to get more. Thinking that at some point more will be enough and satisfy me. The irony of it is that more can never give you happiness. If it can give you something, it is pleasure. But compared to real happiness, pleasure is just like a fake A Chinese plastic toy. (laughs) Real happiness does not come from accumulation of things and experiences. Real happiness does not come from outside. Real happiness comes from a deeper place within you that only you can access for yourself. How to find this and how to do this is what this podcast is all about. There is a great cartoon that shows a family of four riding on top of their camels. The father leads the patch and is looking back to the rest of the family behind him, probably addressing the two children. Stop asking me if we are almost there. We are nomads for crying out loud. (laughs) My name is Alex and I am your host. It's a pleasure to welcome you to this podcast and this inner exploration. ChatGPT told me that the best way of Starting a podcast is by introducing myself and sharing some of my personal story. This got me a bit uncomfortable, I have to say, being someone that does not really like sharing much about himself. Which reminds me of a quote I read the other day. Eventually, you need to enter the cave you're most scared of. I think I have it with me here, actually. Oh, yes, it's uh, Joseph Campbell. He says, the very cave you are afraid to enter turns out to be the source of what you're looking for. How did I really end up doing this? I think the most obvious answer concerns what I do for a living. You see, I am a psychotherapist, which means that I spend the greater part of my day talking to people, listening to them. Some of them speak about their childhood and their parents, others about their fears and hopes, others of hardship of illness, of trauma, or loneliness. If you've ever had therapy for yourself, you know that most of the talking is done by you, by the client. The therapist normally just listens, prompts, asks, seeks clarifications. But in some rare occasions... The therapist takes command of the sessions and gives some kind of a lecture. It's rare, but it happens. And the curious thing I've noticed is that what I, as a therapist, say to my clients in those unrehearsed moments, what comes out of me, are always the same few things. We can say I end up saying the same thing to many people. And the things I say to them are all concerned with how to live a wiser life. Since I noticed I am saying the same thing to different people at different times, I wondered why not put all of this together into a podcast where I can just share some of those ideas, give them a bit more structure, so that then, anyone out there that is willing to listen can profit from these without necessarily having to go to therapy. And this podcast is the result of that. Carl Jung wrote something interesting that I have here with me. He writes... The greatest and most important problems of life are all fundamentally insoluble. They can never be solved, but only outgrown. What does outgrowing your problems mean? In my early 20s, I encountered depression for the very first time. I was young living by myself for the first time, studying something that didn't interest me, finding it difficult to have to sustain an identity of myself that I didn't like. I remember feeling lonely, guilty, and lost. One day, which, looking back, might have been one of the most important days of my life, a woman I had met at church recommended a book to me. The Power of Now. I remember the moment she recommended it very clearly. She knew that the book had helped a lot of people and that it was considered deep and powerful. But she said she never truly understood it. Fast forward a few days, and the book is in my hands. Fast forward a few weeks, and I was reading it all over again. Fast forward a few months, and you can find me being happy, at peace. Although externally nothing whatsoever had changed, I was still alone, but no longer felt lonely. I was still studying something that didn't interest me, but no longer felt lost. The depression was still there to some extent, but I had found something deeper in myself, a deeper place in myself, a deeper dimension to myself, we could say, that was completely untouched by the depression. I realized then that the primary affair of life is always internal. If you put the internal in place, the external follows. That's what, later I learned, wise teachers have always been telling us, for centuries. That's what outgrowing your problems means finding something beyond them, something deeper than them, something that transcends them. The main problem is not the anxiety, nor the grief or the incurable illness or the depression. The real problem is ignorance. Not the ignorance of not knowing what 2 plus 2 is, but the ignorance of Not knowing yourself. Of having lost touch with a deeper place in yourself. This is from Eckhart Tolle. You find peace not by rearranging the circumstances of your life, but by realizing who you are at the deepest level. A lot in my life has changed since I picked that book. I've discovered a lot. The most important discovery being an inner depth that I didn't know I had. An inner depth that I didn't know existed. And the same applies to you. There is in you an inner depth that you don't know you have an inner depth that you don't know exists. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find it, along with the happiness, healing, sense of meaning, liberation and joy that come with it. If we have the ears to hear, we will see that wise beings, teachers, have been telling us the same thing for a long time. They've been screaming in our ears that there is a deeper dimension to life, that there is a deeper place to yourself. In this podcast, we will use some of those words from wise beings to help us guide our way we will see that if we strip away all the unnecessary stuff from the ancient spiritual teachings, at their core, all of them point us to the same place. It's like climbing a mountain, which is a common metaphor in spirituality. There are many paths that lead to the top of the mountain, from different directions. What's important is not which path you take, but that you reach the top. We can say that this podcast is about spirituality, but we need to be careful with how we interpret that. For many people, spirituality has nothing to do with spirit at all. For them, spirituality is just beliefs. Whether or not you believe that this person lived 2,000 years ago or he didn't. Whether or not you believe that this or that happened in the past. And they call this faith. I call it pseudo-faith. What you believe in is irrelevant when it comes to real faith. It's like the story of the wise man who builds his house upon a rock. The rain comes down and the wind blows and beats upon the house. But the house doesn't fall because it was founded upon a rock. There was also a foolish man who built his house on sand. And the rain comes down and the wind blows and beats upon the house. And the house falls and great was the fall of it. That's what real faith is, when you find a solid place for your feet, metaphorically speaking. A safe place, which is inside of you. It's like Hermann Hesse writes in Siddhartha. Within you, there is a sanctuary to which you can retreat at any time, and be yourself. When you don't know this for yourself, that's what ignorance is from a spiritual perspective. There's another story of a man who loses his watch at night. Surrounded by darkness, he starts looking for it under a street light. A friendly passerby comes and joins him in the search. After a few minutes of looking around like crazy, the passerby finally asks the man, Where exactly have you lost it? I'm pretty sure it's not here. The man thinks about it carefully and says, Oh yes, I lost it over there by those bushes behind the wayside. If we cross the road there and then walk 10 meters down the wayside, that's probably where I lost it. Then why are we looking for it here then? The passerby cannot believe it. The man naively points to the streetlight above their heads and says, Because there's light here. If we are going to find the happiness, joy, fulfillment that we are looking for, one of the first things we need to make sure we are doing correctly is... Looking for it in the proper place. Looking for it where it can be found. How can I find this deeper dimension of myself? How did I lose touch with it in the first place? How does finding it change my life? These, among others, are the questions we will try to answer in this podcast. That's all for now. I hope you're interested. If you are, keep tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in your preferred platform in order to be notified when new episodes are released. You can also find us online at truthfullytalking.com or on social media under Truthfully Talking. That's all for now. Bye bye.